Welcome back, friends to Occultus Anonymous. This is episode 157, Ask Me Anything. Welcome back, friends, to Occultus Anonymous. Uh, it has been a little bit, unless you're watching us on YouTube, in which case, maybe it's just been a couple minutes. I don't know. Um, as always, sponsored by Roll20, the Onyx Math, and viewers like you. Thank you very much to our patrons who uh, support us monetarily, uh, give us uh, a little little hard-earned cash of your own, or maybe it was easily earned, I don't know, um, and, uh, you know, contributes to, you know, us updating stuff, getting new uh, gear and equipment. Um, I have I have finally located a mic arm and shock mount combo, and I now have space on my desk, so we'll see how that goes. Um but a uh, special shout out to Adele, Al, Alan, Michael, Alexander, Andromeda, uh, and Andromeda. Ah, Andromeda. There it is. There's going to be a couple of these guys. Just sit back and enjoy the ride. Uh, Bernie, Blood Angel, Brandon, Chris, Daniel, Delore, Drew Baca, rawr, uh, Drew Manser, Drew, uh, Drew Stegos, Emil, uh, Thunzu Suwali. Sorry, man. Uh, Happy Drew Year, uh, Harry Druden. Jack, Jenny, Josh, Catfeathers, Crazy Man, nineteen eighty four, Michael, Milo V three, Moku, Neo Magus, Noba, uh, Perry, Puppeteer, Ramon, Roy Viscrad, Ryan, Senna, that dude, Thomas, uh, and Thomas. I have two Thomases. You guys need to like figure it out amongst yourselves. Um, Toast, Usasama, Vortex, Winnie the Drew, Woodfoot, and Zoltan. Uh, thank you guys very much for your support and your what? harassment. Nobody did Drooby Doo. Nobody did Drooby Doo. Uh, nobody did Drucifer, which is the one that comes up a lot. Um, so. That's the only one I liked. Yeah. I like Happy Drew Year. That's fair. Yup. It's, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, it's definitely a new year. I'll ban hey, each other no, one. No, 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 Dang it. Oh, it's there now. It's gone again. Oh. <laughs> I, I pressed refresh just as it popped up. Um, okay. That's fine. Everything's fine. There's the, the thing. Okay. Fabulous. Oh, boy. Um, so, yeah. Uh, can you tell? It's been a couple weeks since we've played. Um, right. Hey, guys. Welcome to our first stream. <laughs> <laughs> First stream of this year. Um, oh, it's so, a new era. Yeah. We've had a bit of a week. <laughs> yes, that's very true. If you're watching this on YouTube, go check the, you know, what happened this week. And Recording just, date. Yeah. Uh, professional streamers. Exactly that. Um, so uh, when we last left the Cabal, however, um, they were uh, being... Well, hadn't yet been inducted, but we're about to be inducted into the Council of the Tomb Tomes. Um, and we're basically set up in a massive underground bunker with a number of uh, families and, uh, well, yeah, families um, and other members of the council, um, The uh, which is basically a giant nameless order. Um, I say giant in the fact that it has a bunch of sleepers and is not just a bunch of mages like many nameless orders tend to be. Um, and as they were getting comfortable and relaxed, this, uh, man of definitely multiple ethnicities, um, uh, very blended heritage kind of thing, um, with very unique clothing that seemed 
alive um, and well yeah alive I guess is probably the only thing you could immediately get mind magic says it doesn't have a mind so and shows up and says so uh, uh, you guys have a visitor that I'm supposed to extract from you and I'm sure you guys have some questions uh, and Nako flips open a book and says yeah we do um, and uh, yeah uh, so we pick up with had I almost said half, but some of the cabal uh, sitting together in this kind of rudimentary fallout shelter living room. It's got a nice like couch and love scene and a couple chairs sitting down. Uh, Nako is like, uh, I'm gonna make some tea um, digging through a bunch of like boxed up like it's got powdered milk and, you know, stuff like that. But uh, you guys find yourself sitting and having Tea and cookies with uh, an archmage who, uh, you know, we pick up from saying, I'm sorry that you all were swept into this, but it's the nature of fate magic that don't have exact direct control. If you want to specify what the end result is, you kind of have to go along for the ride, even uh, when you've ascended to my level. Just sort of head shakes and glances back and forth between the two of them. <laughs> that, that would be between like, weird and uh, dark. Just, it's so nice to talk to somebody who gets that. <laughs> <laughs> but I believe you guys may have questions, and I feel I I owe you at least some answers, the ones that I can provide to you. Most of mine are fairly direct. Sure. Um, did you break this other mage? Did you do this? Um, I did, but it was not by myself. There were uh, other, uh, we call ourselves bodhisattvas, uh, who were involved in the process. Um, the Entombed One, for lack of a better name, was one of our members and went down a left-handed path. And we thought there was a chance for redemption. And so this was our method of rehabilitation and uh, deep meditation. So are you assuming... That when you wake him up, he'll be better. I think that's more of a hope. It is more of a hope. <sighs> How old are you? In what context and perspective of time? Because as far as we could tell, these things range in ages. Some of them are very, very old. Are they really? Did you? Make them old? Uh, I planted them in places in time, so by your perspective, yes, they are actually that old. When were they actually made? That's not a... Oh, I mean, he, he'll be pretty blunt. Uh, this is uh, 
2019, isn't it? Um, uh, a couple hundred years in the future. Okay. What? It's time magic. Yeah. Questions about any question that starts with a when is going to be very confusing. I mean, what if year you, were you if, born? Uh, I, I was born in 2263. Though that 2263 um, at this point will never actually happen. Yeah. Yeah. It might be helpful to give you an anchor point if you think of time not as a linear progression, but as a location. But that's... But... I mean, this one doesn't answer my question of how old this guy is. Are you legitimately a, just like 50 years old? The question is irrelevant. Uh, From the time you were born to the age you are now, right. it is a thing. In in short, my perspective of the world and the time that has passed, I'm about 70, give or take. Right. For, those, for those of you in the podcast... Uh, audience uh this would be songbird slash chris sitting there with a pained expression on their face <laughs> going i kind of get it no i no. don't <laughs> okay songbird so. certainly doesn't hey you're trying we appreciate it <laughs> you okay So there's like-minded folks out there? Yeah. Um, there, it is our intent. Uh, we don't all necessarily agree on methods, but our focus is uh, less in self-advancement and uh, ascension and such, and more concerned with humanity as a whole. Uh, my particular method is as with the Council of the Tomb Tomes and uh, quite a few other different groups throughout um, time to nudge and protect humanity from terrible dangers, but also to try and guide them to, um, I wouldn't say global awakening, but uh, more frequent awakenings. Um, there has been an uptick. It's minor, but it's there. So I will continue to labor on. Just doing what I can. I mean, that's good. <laughs> Looks at Songbird and there's a little moment of, oh, okay. <laughs> Fair. Yeah, appreciate so, it. You, you were slash are Anabrimos? Yes. Okay. Are? Uh, I, I was. Um, at this point, I now walk my <laughs> own path. Um, I'm not as bound on the path of the Aether and... Uh, the same as yours, but it is the basis on which I built my own path. Uh, if you think of Jeez. yours as a highway, mine is a frontage road that only I drive on. So not a frontage road. Yeah, I know the metaphor falls apart. It's an elevated <laughs> sky lane above the interstate. You don't have those That's yet, cool. but you'll get there. 
in HOV land. It's only for you. <laughs> it's a pretty good one. Yeah, tell how Jay-Z many? About uh, this. How many of there are you? Uh, Not you, but your group. The bodhisattvas, uh, depending on the specific time, uh, you know, about twenty of us. Now, bear in mind, and like looking over at Songbird's reaction, I don't go bouncing around through time. Um, it was a lot of work amongst a bunch of us to send uh, our friend. And kind of looks back towards that through through walls and such like that to where you guys had left the uh, the codex, the cipher, yeah. um, and uh, you know that took a lot of work amongst all of us to to scatter him. Um, and uh, at this point now, I have been here for the past hundred years or so, jumping forward little bits. How much of what we did was us? All of it. We just happened to stumble across this? Yeah. But someone would always have done Basically. so? Uh, yeah, we in some way or fashion. Uh, it is possible um, looking... Look, hindsight is much easier. Um, it sure. is possible that the Sears would have collected up all these pieces and traveled potentially to that same cottage um, by happenstance um, or a similar place. But um, there are also contingencies for in case it didn't happen. Correct. Right? Mm-hmm. They said that they would then go somewhere else at another time and see if it's there or no. Yeah. There there were chances and events that would tweak possibilities. Um, fortunately, this particular um, event is not something that others are strongly... Hmm, not Not strongly opposed to. Um, there are those who probably wish to collect my friend and twist them uh, to their purposes. Um, when he awakens, he will probably be a little Thank malleable. Hmm. Oh. The, so when the codex was still separated, the roads that were there, were they the roads of the mage or yes. were they there as breadcrumbs to uh there there are portions uh i i suspect at this point the grimoires represent a subset of his rotes um i don't know how many he has but i suspect uh, upon looking at the grimoires they are you know half of what he knew So, when you wake him up, what's the plan for if he's not all better and rehabilitated? Uh, Then I will act as executioner um, and destroy his soul. Which I just don't want to leave a mad archmage loose. No. Um, Yeah, the, the, the... the goal is that we will have a friend who, after 
several millennia of stewing and uh, being alone with his thoughts will see reason. Well, I say alone with his thoughts. They're not all his own thoughts that are in there, but um, he had tutors and guides and aspects of us that locked in with him. How will you know if he's changed? Uh, very likely uh, when he wakes, if he tries to kill me or not. Yeah, I'm not a fan of rehabilitation method. It's But we can just hope it works. It's not exactly from the outside, from your perspective, I'm sure it looks potentially heinous. Um, mm-hmm. And I can understand that, but and I understand that you have known me for a whopping two minutes, uh, but you will have to trust me that this is a the method that we determined would be the most likely to succeed and the least damaging to uh, all of humanity. At the end of the day, he is but one man with a lot of power and a lot of knowledge that we wish to use, but to let him wreak havoc upon half the world's population? Nope. Did you have that cabin under some sort of surveillance or monitoring, or was it just ordained that it would, not ordained, but foresaw that it would happen on that date? Uh, It was a foretelling, um, as I understand, and have looked into uh, that seems to be a special place for you. Where my awakening happened. Interesting. That indeed poses a whole bunch of additional questions that sadly we do not have time for. You mentioned that someone out there has their eye on me. Yeah. Um. As I look up my own notes. ST notes. Oh, where did I write this down? Uh, But yes, there is an intent. Um, I'm going to, uh, Drew is real quick going to say, I think it's the alienists. Um, But uh, uh, Wright Hall definitely knows the right, uh, the right group. But uh, they're the ones who study uh, the supernal directly, the the beings therein, um, and the greater beings here, um, things beyond your ability to summon and reckon with. Um, And uh, I I guess I could say that they watch this uh, project of yours with interest. Alienated. That's the one. Not alienists. Alienated. You know the you know the individual that implanted the Dark Rider in Antratus? Uh, I am not familiar with her and uh, this will be an interesting conversation. Will this be resolved in a way that won't get me killed? That is my goal. Uh, the extraction of the dark passenger um, will be harmless to you. Um, well, yeah, I'm more referring to the fallout afterwards. Um, 
let me just say bluntly, I won't let her do anything to you all. Okay, thank you. It is, uh, at the end of the day, the least I can do for A, somebody who's merely a messenger, and then B, the bearers of my tomb tomes. I can't believe you made these people say those words back to back over and over again for thousands of years. I mean, it wasn't until it was translated into English that it became cumbersome. Cumbersome. It's still like a thousand years, though. Yeah, in Old English, it wasn't as bad. Fair. Somber just like starts speaking in Swedish <laughs> and trying to figure out what it would have been. Or uh, Norwegian. Yeah. Not Swedish. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that sounds much better. <laughs> What's your favorite food? I haven't. Do you I, eat? Yeah. I don't necessarily need to anymore. It's cumbersome. I do delight in eating good food, but uh, it is not necessary. That's answered the question I really wanted to know, but I didn't want to ask it in that way. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But to go back, um, like anything with rice and oil and veggies, just any mixture thereof, it always ends up good. Good. It's true. It's, It's simple. But, I mean, depending on what you throw in there, you can get something extravagant, you can get something simple, uh, and it is a food that is eaten from the lowly to the high. This guy's from a cyberpunk, isn't he? (laughs) (laughs) Did the living clothes not give it away? Forgot about that part. I just thought they were magic. Little A, little B. Yeah. We actually answered so, that right. one, Moon Watcher, so go check the VOD. So I think at last count, we were navigating a minefield of three or four Archmages. Uh, well, uh, there's myself. There's uh, uh, at least the seer who wants to see, speak to me, a seer who wants to stop me because I'm not quite sure why, or perhaps they don't even realize what they're getting involved in. She intimated that she wanted to form an alliance with another Archmage against some other Archmage. Oh, yes. No, you're... Not uh, an Archmage. Oh, I hmm? thought it was. No. She's trying to kill the minister. Oh, the who, minister. Who is an Archmage? Oh, yeah. Mage, oh okay. technically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, they were, like, above them. Yes, but so they're, got- they're an archmage who has basically bound themselves and merged at least a portion of themselves uh, with the exarchs themselves. They're terrible and they're atrocious. Well, except for the Pater Noster guy. Uh, he's just trying to wing it. <laughs> just trying to pretend. Mm. Sorry, spoilers. Probably don't want to necessarily spread around to your concilium friends that the uh, minister of the Paternoster um, actually doesn't speak with the uh, the father and just kind of is winging it. That would be terrible to get out. <clears throat> so, so it makes it four or five archmages sort of in play. 
I feel like those are all wrecking balls rolling around a big field and we're like tiny glass marbles. Um, not a terrible analogy, though the Pax Arcanum, due to the uh, the rules thereof, this kind of pointing off to the tomb is a uh, internal matter among the amongst our intent, um, and it's something that the other intents are kind of discouraged from getting involved in. Uh, as such, most of what we will see in the coming days will be uh, pawns. Right, which is kind of mm-hmm. what the crux of my concern is that we we are now going to be on the radar of four or five archmages. Is there a path for us? Why? Not for long. Um, and you? Why would we be? Yeah, because we are. Well, for now, at this, you. To, it's like to, when you show up to the first day of school this and the resolves, principal already knows your name. <laughs> after okay, this resolves, we're not going to be attached to anything that concerns them. Right. Yeah, Ursula that, wanted us to get to these guys. Mm-hmm. So that thread connected, hopefully done. To, and then they'll wrap up whatever their thing is. To be a little blunt, um, Archmages are like kids in a sandbox. They really enjoy playing with that thing for that minute, and then something else catches their eye, and they begin to work on that. Uh, Unless you really get an Archmage's attention, uh, either because you're a useful agent, which you all are, but you are not useful to me. Uh, You all are a bit um, free-willed and on your own paths. But... (laughs) Because of I'm starting that. to get worried about that. Uh, yeah, I I like you all, but um, uh, bluntly, I have shown you my face. Um, I just can't be involved with you all anymore. Um, I mean, I actually could. There's no like rules against it or anything like that. It's not like the Mandalorian, okay. but because uh, <laughs> even the Archmage has seen the Mandalorian. Um, he's living in this time. He's got to be doing something, right? Right. Um, yeah, meanwhile, Songbird very confused. <laughs> Who, what, what are we talking about? Um, but uh, this is this a history thing, Atratus? <laughs> yes, patted no. my children. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I mean, technically, it is history, and it is a long, I know long you studied the Minotaurians and stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ow, <laughs> Minoans, but yes, um, and, and the Minotaurs. Absolutely what Songbird would say. <laughs> it is just accurate enough that, he, that they would be convinced that that was the right word. Yep. Yep. Um, but no. Um, I've never been to Italy anyway, so it's fine. Uh-huh. So, we're back. I love it. Uh, no, um, yeah, to, to, to put you at ease, we're... Um, as this particular event blows over, new concerns will step up to the Archmages. If by happenstance you move from here and find yourselves caught up in another Archmage's plot and it's the same Archmage, then you may want to be concerned. Okay. So you want to give us sure some like more. ruby slippers or something? Uh, no. 
right. but I will give you fair warning as as far as I am aware. Um, you all are well away from touching any other plans that I am aware of. Good. I would like to keep it that way. Mm-hmm. I can understand that. Songbird like immediately pulls out a notebook and starts like drawing plans for something. No, no, no. Oh. Fair warning would be a great name for a weapon. <laughs> Put it on the list, right? Um, very well. Uh, sips at his tea. Nako, of course, has all sorts of questions about his clothes, which basically come down to he gets tired of finding appropriate clothes and instead has made clothes that change. Little life, little matter. Hashtag Archmage trouble. Yep. Archmage problems. He got tired his clothes. Yes. Doesn't seem that fancy. Not not too much, but a little bit um, unnecessary. But on the plus side, I am very rarely ever seen by mages, let alone sleepers. So. Do you get lonely? No. Just no. That's a really fast answer. <laughs> no attachments at all anymore. I have attachments to other things. Um, I have a home that is populated with servants and agents and beings of my own creation and imagination. Um, now, occasionally, I will find myself surrounded by things of my own making, but that is where. There are the other bodhisattvas that I will reach out to and speak with, and we will collaborate on a project. Or it's hard to get lonely when uh, you're effectively being watched over the shoulder constantly by other archmages to make sure that you're not bringing about the downfall of humanity or accidentally opening the abyss wider or something of that nature. Are there others from your order who are here now, or are they scattered through time? Uh, yes, there are definitely some who, uh, when I came here, I, you know, made my, um, I mean, similar to what you would do when you, you enter a new city. Who's here? Let me make myself known. Hi, guys, I'm not getting in your way. This is what I'm working on. If it happens to cross paths with yours, let's work something out. Um, and I did that when I arrived in, you know, air quote, modern times. What do you think is the best way for us to help your followers? Uh, Elder Uncle, the father, will, will definitely be speaking with you about that. I suspect it will heavily rely on the additional knowledge you all have, because most of their magic is focused on combative uses. Um, they do obviously have, you know, an understanding of the arcana, but there are probably going to be aspects and perspectives that they haven't thought of. Uh, there will be things um, that they are they haven't encountered before. Uh, many of them, their experience has been fairly minimal, um, especially in terms of actual uh, magical combat. Um, I do know that there will be a couple challengers who would show up 
alone and unarmed and challenge and and request a duel um so have at Sound weird you got it right mm-hmm. as i understand it songbird is an accomplished duelist what so, i do uh i would i would su- suggest you speak with the elder brother uh you two would probably enjoy sparring though Please be careful about what you spar over because those little tweaks to the Sopranal really do uh, occasionally start to add up. Hmm. You didn't come through. I just said interesting. Any further questions? You don't have questions? Judd kind of raises his hand. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker, why? <laughs> yeah. Uh, to, uh, which basically boils down to it was your chance. It was a body picked at the right time and place. And yeah, it, without delving into it too heavily, Wrighthold basically says, I'm really fucking sorry um, and knows there isn't really anything he can do or say to fix things uh, other than suggesting that when it's all done he could take Judd back and drop him off and he could live out his life back in you know where where he was left you know where, where he walked out but Judd is not into it it's like I'm I'm already on this path. Who knows what changes that could make? And at the end of the day, it would be very hard to go back. Just because like things have changed massively and he's seen them all and he's not the same person he was when he left. Now he has these cool powers. Sometimes done. <laughs> Uh, which actually, uh, very good segue. Uh if you guys don't have any other further questions for Right to home. Yeah, I'm good. Cool. Um, time seven to remove the powers. Um, so yes, um, Deviant early backer kit um, release thing released. And so yes, Judd now has powers. Uh, I've worked on these the past couple weeks. A uh, couple weeks. That's a lie. Last week, um, uh, had some folks join me in uh, Discord. Which quick reminder. Come by, yeet into dot space, and come hang out with me as we skim through books occasionally and go like, hey, that sounds like a Judd power. Ooh, that one does too. Ooh, that one does too. Wow, these are really all these could be Judd. And we gotta we gotta limit, we gotta reduce that down. Um, so without digging in too heavily into the stuff Judd does and has, um, and I'm gonna throw some words out here that if you don't have the Deviant book may not make sense to you, and I apologize. But in uh, his character sheet, when the fillable character sheet is available, will go up and it'll be on Patreon so everybody can see. And you can put Judd in your own game as a little cameo character, just like you want to play Judd, the Deviant from ancient, ancient, yeah, ancient Peru. Uh, you could do that. Uh, but he's an exomorph, which basically means he didn't ask for this; it just kind of happened. Uh, he is yes. Um, the little sunglasses. Going Wait, on. it kind—it just kind of happened, or it happened to him. Not two different things. Uh, well, in particular, um, 
Exomorphs are the ones where they didn't unwilling, ask, unwilling, right. didn't ask for it. Right. Okay. Something, something, uh, and it could be something that just happened to him by chance, or somebody did something to him. Um, and he is a coactive, which basically means there are some kind of additional energies in his system. Duh. Um, blah, 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 blah. He got that death juice. He got a lot of death juice and the crown and hanging out in the tomb. And yeah. Um, so, uh, da, 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 da. so his, I'm trying to think of the best way to describe these. Okay. So yeah. Um, he has hyper competence um, in social skills, uh, basically is able to add um, his uh, intelligence to all social skills. Um, it's just uh, they are also all counted as uh, trained. Um, and he also has a specialty in whatever he is doing at the time, which means that if he picks up merits for bonuses to specializations or anything like that, they also apply. The downside to that is um, in order to deal with that ability, uh, Judd has compartmentalized an alternate persona. Um, that alternate persona is, um, on the plus side, um, a partner. They, they both kind of agree on what needs to be done, but not necessarily the methods. You may recognize that speech because that's... Um, that other persona is aware of what Judd is doing when he is not in charge. Judd, however is not aware of what the other persona does. Um, and the other persona is also called a superior persona, wherein this particular variation, hypercompetence, Judd himself doesn't actually have access to. If he wants to use that, he basically has to go, all right, buddy, you're in the driver's seat and sit back. Um, so, yeah. And just hope uh, now, fortunately, uh, with the help of everybody else, we kind of determined because of where this originated from. It's the judge, capital J, um, aspect of him that kind of comes up, wells up, levels, you know, judgment, learns, investigates and then goes, cool, I figured out what I need to know. And I've leveled judgment on people because technically while that persona is active, he still has access to all his other variations as well. And then could go, cool, I'm done. And Judd gets to pop up and go, what the fuck did I just do? Deviant. It's not great. Um, <laughs> nope. Uh, now, of course, because of all the ghost um, uh, ropes that were on Judd's bones, uh, he has now a otherworldly connection, which actually, let me go pull this book up and go through this stuff because it's pretty fucking ridiculous, the, the things he can do with ghosts. Uh, it turns out, by the way, that while we haven't been paying attention, he and Gabe have been getting along real well. We just uh, we just hadn't realized it <laughs> um, until just right now. Until just right now, there were a couple of variations where I was like, "Ooh, that would be great," except that we definitely have not discussed that, um, and it probably wouldn't be appropriate for him to suddenly have it now. Uh, let's see here. Um, yes, okay. So, otherworldly connection. Um, at uh, this level, um, he can perceive entities, places, things, and forces connected with ghosts. Doesn't give him any specialized knowledge, but he can see them. Um, at two dots, which he also has, he can communicate with them. And they recognize him as inherent connection to their kind, uh, granting uh, Judd an effective status among them equal to half his scar power, which 
Uh, let's see, which one is this tied to? Otherworldly connection is tied to maintenance mental. So based on his intelligence, um, he gets some status. Um, he also is able to strike and touch ghosts, even if they're in Twilight. Uh, of course, the reverse happens, so they can also touch him. So, like I said, Judd and Gabe can, like, go carouse um, at four uh, as a directed effect. In other words, he has to focus his attention. Uh, he can attempt to exercise ghostly things. Um, and um, let's see here. Uh, it will... Uh, oh, right. If it, you're exercising a hostile alien intelligence, um, it's a series of clash of wills and they have to get up to enough and each one costs a point of willpower. So it's a draining thing. He can't do it like super easily, but it's a thing he could do. And uh, at magnitude five, he can actually force them to appear. Um, it's a clash of wills and then it basically forces them into the material plane uh, to quote the broken, the other term for deviance can summon one otherworldly phenomenon per story, but each additional summoning uh, during the story causes medium instability, which is not great. Not good. Not <laughs> bad. Uh, oh, man. The other the thing that really stuck with me from Deviant Read-Through so far was the term they have for non-deviants. Baseline. <laughs> You're boring. Yep. No, like, control yeah, subjects. Yeah. It's so much worse than sleepers. It's yes, like, it oh yeah. It's uh, like, oh no, we got these powers, but fuck. Yep. Really wish we didn't. Uh as uh and actually uh um the, the downside to this ghostly connection, besides all the ghost powers that he or the ghost attention he probably doesn't necessarily want, um, they also require maintenance. Um which uh basically means uh he has to kind of go through some mental centering things to enable him to actually see and perceive these things. Um, otherwise, uh, it just kind of falls off, which is also the reason Gabe didn't seem to be doing much with ghosts for the longest time until he had a little sit down with Gabe or some other ghost and realized, oh, hey, this, okay, because uh, this particular maintenance is, uh, it requires assistance, and of course everybody had the br brilliant idea of, oh, you know, it's a little mental ritual and you need assistance, but you need a ghost to help you kind of reset that connection, so yeah, until Gabe started hanging around, it's like, aha, brilliant, okay. Um, and then um, uh, he has, he does have an attack, he does have the lash uh, power, which you is a like if you guys are interested in like it's literally to make, like four pages it's fucking wild it's terrific um if you are interested as a storyteller and you're like i don't know if i'm going to play deviant i highly suggest picking up deviant just for the variety of powers lash especially helps you really build out a unique ability um that has a lot of different perks and powers and stuff like that to just make an attack it's like okay let me pick this this and this and because of the magnitude system you kind of have an idea of how powerful of an ability is this versus the others, which is kind of nice. Um, but his is a uh, strength plus weaponry gentle lash, which means it does zero damage. Uh, it ignores defense and is instead uh, resisted by composure. Um, but um, basically any damage he does um, on a targeted attack, so heads or limbs or anything like that, uh, counts as 
uh, I can't remember which this one. This one's tied to physical. So base it does his strength and additional damage for stunning somebody if you target the head, arm and leg rack. So basically this turns Judd into one of those dim mock no touch masters because there's just this <laughs> swirl of ghost energy and all of a sudden my arm <laughs> I can't what did you do to me? And Judd work. is like, sup bitch. Um and and as somebody was like well, you I could- may taught you the five finger exploding heart. <laughs> right. Um and somebody brought up in chat was like, well you could do- make the lash do damage and I was and I was like, no no that's what the Escrima sticks are for. When he wants to beat somebody's head in, yeah. he's got big old beating sticks. sticks. Um, and then finally, uh, just because of the little free dot, um, every Deviant gets a free dot in something somewhere. Uh, for uh, for Judd, we gave him Anomalous Biology, Ageless. Functionally immortal. Um, won't just die flat out. Um, now, he still can be killed, there is a regeneration thing that basically means your cells will just reconstitute and you're like Wolverine. Um, but this particular yeah. one is just, you don't age, um, which also we're like, aha, and this also takes care of that little bit of, well, he wasn't allowed to die. Supe wouldn't let him die and the temple wouldn't let him die. But he also is not like super wrinkly. He was, you know, skinny and decrepit and hadn't eaten for a couple hundred years, but didn't age. And that would be why. So, yes, we now know what Judd's powers are. He is a total badass. He's super cool. He is not a frontline fighter. <laughs> um, he, 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 can, he can hold his own in a, you know, fight, but uh, he's not, like, lashing out and <laughs> lashing out, uh, doing all sorts of, you know, crazy stuff. And, yes, plot convenient reasons. Um, so, yes, thank you to uh, the folks who joined me on Discord to go through this book and figure out how uh, how these things even worked because trying to figure out how scars entangle with variations is definitely a complex thing. It's not spellcasting complex. Once you've got it set up, you're good. But it took a minute. So, yes, Judd has powers, and we know what they are now. <laughs> and I will stop right. staring into the camera demanding the Deviant book. Now I start staring into the camera and demand, Mommy. <laughs> Give Mommy. Give Mommy, please. Um, cool. Uh, but yes, like I said, Brightall and Judd have a little chat. Um, and compared to you guys, like Brightall feels bad that you guys got, you know, lumped into this, but it was going to happen to somebody. Judd, they don't know that necessarily, like Brightall says, it could have taken form in like a book, like a lot of the other ones did or some <laughs> other form. Um, and, uh, you know, Brightall is not a hundred percent sure what happened and how the spell, which a lot of it relied on fate to basically engineer everything to be separate until it would be brought together at the right time. And by happenstance, these were all little things that connected to you all. And well, actually when it all comes down to it, back to Pip grabbing Songbird and saying, Hey, go find this, grimoire which led to that grimoire which led to another grimoire which led to oh there's a bunch of them and then you guys are here uh so yeah uh and yes sorry Kamo, this is going to take you like a billion years worth of coding to make a character creator uh which hey uh <laughs> shout out for Kamo. if you want to make a mage there is a character creator excel sheet that kind of walks you through and helps you actually create a character in for mage uh which is super cool that's, that's what we're on discord 
and it just uses Excel and including like Chrome sheets, if I remember correctly. So you're like, anybody can use it. Cool. Uh, was there anything at this little chit chat with Right Hall the Archmage? Everybody's kind of shaking their heads. So, um, Right Hall, kind of, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right Hall leaves, and Adratus uh, goes, um, uh, wait, no. Uh, <laughs> one second, please. Um, yeah, and which basically ends up being a Goetia summoning. Um, you're familiar with it. Um, mm-hmm. Pulls it out, and I was going to say metaphorically, but I think actually physically, right Hall. I, mean, I, hmm? I have the um the four dot Evan Phoenix thing. Oh yeah, you can just I be can like, <laughs> get the fuck out. Um, though I think you may run into issues with rank because mm. you're you still have mine four, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you would be short on rank. Um, but yeah, <laughs> that's true. While we were away, uh, well, actually, no, we haven't got there yet because you're still back oh, yeah. on doses five. You haven't seen um, the time yet, right? Yeah. But yeah, uh, Rytal basically summons this Goetia version of uh, Dolores. Ursula. <laughs> wow, I, I thought two weeks would fix me, but apparently not. Um, and literally grabs by the scruff and says, we're going to go. <laughs> and they're gone. And flies her away. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's like, we're going to have this conversation elsewhere. Um, so, yes. Bye. Yeah. Um, and just like that, you are free. Uh, which... Uh, it's like, hey, look, I can go open that mental door to the other wing of the house and be like, ah, somebody get some sage and we got to cleanse that shit out. <laughs> um, is it sage? Yeah, I can sage. drop that spell now. Oh, yes. It's like, ah, and a relaxing of your, like, what is it, plus three to composure and resolve or something like that? Uh, yeah, it was plus four. Oh, yeah. I can think like a like a regular human being. Look over at at weird with six composure. Five. Five. Okay. Yeah, I've normally got three composure, two resolve. Gotcha. Um, So yeah, Um, with that, and this is actually probably going to work out pretty well because we've got about 30 minutes left. Um, Some things happen, as I mentioned before. If you're catching us now on Twitch Live, (laughs) sorry, you're in for a a bit of a narrative bit here. Um, But the good guys win. as uh yeah weird i think you did the divination it's like when's the next attack coming it's like uh basically tomorrow it's like oh, yeah. okay great um the attacks over the next month are spread out it, this is not some like heavy siege where every day you are dealing with a new threat it's more like every couple weeks uh some of the threats show up the, the very first threat is literally Basically, uh, I almost said Legion, but that's a bit large. Um, a s- large squad of heavily armed Navy SEAL-esque commandos that try and sneak in. Um, the, uh, the the Council of the Tomb Tomes do not have a problem with this because the mages go, hey, somebody's coming through, and they go, cool, where? And you hear machine gun fire. <laughs> The rest are probably not going to be that easy. Um, The overarching picture that gets painted as you guys are um, actually the next morning initiated, uh, which is basically a series of oaths, um, 
weird. Uh, you can definitely recognize that these are magically enforced oaths of basically silence. Well, not silence, secrecy, uh, mm-hmm. better term, um, and loyalty. Nothing too, like, onerous, and it still feels very like, okay, I think we're the good guys here. None of these are, like, you know, crazy obedience or anything like that. It's like, you don't talk about this order. You don't talk about what you do with them. Um, and when you are uh, given orders, you do them to the best of your ability. Um, you take care of the people next to you. Um, if people have, um, you know, concerns or problems, you help them. And basically, as you guys have seen, a lot of it is this is a giant family. Um, fortunately, there's plenty enough people that it's not weird and inbred. Um, and it's, you know, through multiple, multiple generations has been passed down through this. And there's definitely some people who have stepped away branches of this huge family tree that is, you know, pruned off just due to accident or misadventure or anything like that. Um but uh, they all know in some way or other a job and purpose. Um, there's quite a few, especially the appropriate, you know, 16 to, you know, 30 age range that are definitely soldiers flat out. None of them seem to be dumb grunts. Um, they, they're trained in guerrilla warfare and tactics. They, you know, none of them are Navy SEALs, super intense, trained kind of stuff. Some of the youngest, you know, uh, well, let's say boys and girls, because they're some of them are, you know, 16, 17, 18, um, you know, are like, I was in high school the other day and now I'm here. Um, Some of them were homeschooled, some were not. Um, And, you know, they're not hardened commandos, but most of them believe and understand and you know when you have a little book that says hey yeah they've also had like 1500 years or right uh you know some of this some of this stuff is you know kind of trained into them and and they know um there's definitely especially after that first attack there's definitely some who okay this just got real that was gunfire those are dead bodies out there um and there's some talk amongst the all all of them the mages and um, one of the messengers arriving and speaking. And it's like, this is, this is the end game. And then a, a, a immediate reminder after this is not the end of the world. This is a thing that we are going to get through. We're going to do our best. Um, there is some talk. Um, and it's the kind of coded stuff that you guys are used to hearing from guardians and silver ladder about how trust in the elder members They are here to take care of you. They may ask you to do odd and bizarre things, but they are for your benefit. They've taken the same O's that you have. Um, The following weeks after, there's another attack, much larger, massed. Um, There's trucks with machine guns on the back. It is far more of a modern fight. And there are spells flung that... I imagine Songbird definitely is involved in probably all of you in counterspelling and stopping the other mages working alongside you. And there are injuries and there are some people freaking out about, you know, bind the wound, bind the wound. And you watch as, um, would that be, um, 
elder aunt basically shows up and basically yells at a bunch of people to just get the fuck away, which is, you know, this nice little <laughs> teachery lady. And she just, she goes full stern with a ruler, you know, and yelling at them all to get away. And, you know, a couple uh, who you guys have come to recognize, um, you know, Taylor, um, these sleepwalkers who are this in between and they scoop this guy off, run him away and heal the injuries. Guy's knocked out. Nobody's there to witness. It's a miracle. Yep, sure is. Get back up. Don't ask questions. Don't, Goddamn right. Don't, don't ask questions. Don't ask what happened. Don't, you know, uh, there's a lot of work to prevent, you know, uh, really bad injuries. It's like his leg is almost falling off. Yes, that's fine. Uh-huh. Just keep it attached. No, it's Just really not. That little bit, you know. Uh, yeah, you know. Um, it wasn't as bad as it looked. Right. There's a lot of it got that. Better. Yeah, there's there's a lot of that. And uh especially actually um I think Atratus probably catches a big whiff of this, um, where there's a little bit of mind magic here and there, um, incognito presence bubbles mm-hmm. that go over things and be like, You guys aren't seeing this. Cool, go. Okay, and then drop. And all of a sudden, oh, what just happened there? Nothing to see here. It's okay. And the the sleepers. And they're probably conditioned not to ask questions. The sleepers yeah. definitely know magic is real. It's a big no no for the Lex Magica, but for these guys, they tell them no. This is this is really magic. You cannot see it. You just have to trust. And for a little while, it's very iffy because some people were not as into it like Taylor was. Taylor's a sleepwalker, and his dad is, as you guys have probably figured out the leader um, amongst the sleepers. Um, And so is very aware of magic, had his failed awakening and, you know, now is like, okay, okay, I get this. I understand why I have to be the intermediary and the other sleepers unsure about it. And Taylor is there. And I trust I was there. I walked in, I saw stuff. It's okay. It wasn't as bad as we thought it was. He's fine. He's going to be up and running. He's going to be hugging you in like, 20 minutes it's okay there's a lot of that and there's some of the downside to that of people who get curious uh things that go wrong um the hubris and the paradox if somebody was at the door somebody peeked in somebody and just little bits of you know we're we're moving in a hurry somebody didn't get incognito presence up quick enough so and so had a higher resolve that we realized of course we don't speak in you know mechanic terms sure. but all of a sudden somebody saw something you guys deal with an awakening while you're ha- uh, while you're there which is fun because this guy is all of a sudden wandering around and seeing the supernal and it's like okay we need to cordon you off so you are Excellent. mumbling you know in front of everybody and yeah um yeah, and that yeah, Fox in chat is very, very accurate. They're very highly trying to avoid dissonance because the paradox not happening, you can cover that with incognito presence and invisibility and stuff like that to a point. But yeah, the big thing is some of those longer term spells that you need to let last just can't you gotta hide that. And a wound that you just cure up, not a problem. Regenerating something, you gotta like and and that's actually probably a thing that Songbird probably uh, is asked to do and some others where it's like, we need you to sacrifice some willpower here to try and put some of these people back together. Um, so that way, because the, and the mages know it, 
these sleepers are doing a lot of the heavy lifting. Now, there's some fights that show up later in when they realize that massed forces and just sleepers are not going to happen. Um, and it's nothing comes in direct, like fireballs do not show up falling from the sky because that many sleepers, you're going to get wrecked by some paradox. Um, and that's going to, you know, upend things. But there are people, and just like Brightall said, who show up and say, I claim that. It's mine. Duel me for it. And uh, you guys get to watch as Elder Brother, who is the anti-songbird. Mousy, small little guy with just like a bunch of, you know, icons on his, you know, uh, on his robes shows up and it's a supernal duel and this guy's imagination and the stuff that he works is just this smooth. And yeah. So if you're a podcast group, you're missing it out. I'm telling you, you got to show up to Twitch uh, or YouTube and (laughs) and songbird is going, Oh dude. Oh, okay. Yeah. I get that. Oh yeah. And there's a (laughs) lot of that. Um, And you talking with him, elder brother, this is what he does. Like Songbird thought this is what he does. No. <laughs> Elder brother and, and more than happy, like, hey, let's have coffee after. And he's like, yeah, I literally have traveled to conciliums and other seers and challenged people to duels and and broadened his experience. And this is what he does. And where like Songbird has some awesome adamant hand merits for fighting and spell casting. This dude has supernal dual merits. Um, and oh, yeah. yeah, it's it's what he does. And yes, the first guy shows up. And he's like, I challenge you to a duel. Elder brother is like, all right. And Songbird probably has that moment of, hang on, maybe maybe I should. Oh, Songbird's like, I got that. And just like mousy little shoulder on my hand. It's like, no, 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 hang on. Yeah. And they definitely start to show up in groups. Um, and where Songbird probably does his first ever like dual, dual, dual. D-U-A-L-D-U-E-L. <laughs> I'd get there. Um, and working I'll alongside Elder Brother. Um, and these are heavily regimented. Like the, the sleepers are obviously not there, but like all the other mages show up. Uh, some mages from the opposition force and they basically show up. We have a claim to that thing because this whatever reason. And basically... <laughs> basically, we have a claim to that thing because we want it. Sure. Want it. Um <laughs> And Elder Brother and and Songbird basically write in the supernal realm. No, you don't. <laughs> and just get the fuck out. Nah. Uh, this is ours. Uh, dual duel with the Tomb Tums. Thank you, Griffin. Uh, these things. I, I, w- I would imagine Songbird uses a lot of life magic to sleep very little over the course of this time. Probably, uh, and I wouldn't be surprised if there's a couple. Because of every elders. every bit that's not in battle is making things for them, is magicking up better weapons for the sleepers to use, is like training to be able to use a gun or a weapon for the first time in his life. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah! Like all of these things. To like no, no, no. I. I see now there are gaps in my resume. And <laughs> Maybe I, I should learn how to use a gun. <laughs> yeah. Fights where you can't throw magic at it. What do you do? Well, yeah. Well, because I, I, I actually kind of appreciate the idea of like 
a fight starts up, Songbird is like, shit, that's a lot of sleepers. Hey, Atreides, <laughs> I need to know how to gun. <laughs> Touch your head. You. Yeah. And as, as someone in chat said earlier, uh, fair warning is absolutely a shotgun that Songbird whips up over the course of this month. <laughs> yep. Um, and it's it's and it's two months of stuff. And you get into some, uh, especially as the, the later months go on, there is that like, the inevitable oh shit we are going to lose and elder uncle at one point turns to weird and says go back whatever however far back you need to go go back stop this from happening and so weird you get the the joy of seeing people dying and going no i i have to stop this and flinging yourself back you know, an hour and going, no, 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 guys, 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 we can't do this. And the the the, the internet meme of no time to explain. Yeah. <laughs> and we, we, we have to change this. And that first one was probably rough to explain. The second one, the third one after that, where it's like, no, 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 we have to change plans. Um, the fourth one where you change plans and all of a sudden find that their plans also change and you are playing 4D chess now with somebody who's oh, no. doing some of the same stuff. Um, yeah. Um, and which all of a sudden, and, and bear in mind, I'm speeding through this stuff. All this, you could do a chronicle for, you know, these various oh, little yeah. events and stuff like that. But yeah, the, the minute where it's like, okay, we're dealing with somebody else using time magic and is countering our moves. Okay. We have to go find this mage. You know, um, and and you guys have a little commando mission <laughs> to go find this mage and remove them, um, and so yeah, it's it is it is a lot of stuff. Um, tensions get high. Um, you definitely get quite a few calls. Oh lord, what is chat doing? Don't even look. Okay, um, but yeah, you know, and the concilium calls. Ask some questions. You know, calls up network. Network calls you guys and says, hey. Um, yeah, what do I tell him? What do, what do we do? <laughs> a little busy right now. Sounds of gunfire. <laughs> right. Um, you know, and you know, and like I said, there's a lot of these downtime moments where you guys have, you know, get to meet some of these people, get to, you know, get to know Taylor better, get to know the other mages better. And compared to the mages of the Concilium, these mages are far more connected with sleepers um, than even folks like Network or um, some of the Silver Ladder who like live, the Silver Ladder, you know, put themselves on rungs, right? And they they, they think of themselves above the sleepwalkers who are above the, the sleepers. But, you know. Because they're assholes. <laughs> some of them are definitely assholes, but it's the, it's the benevolent dictator kind of vibe from them. Whereas these guys are like, yes, we know more, but they're far more similar to shepherds. It's like, I am right there alongside them and I will put myself in front of the bear. I will take the big shepherd crook, which is terrific for pulling the sheep up, but it's also really great for hitting a bear over the head. Um, I prefer to use a sling, but if it's this close, then I have a big stick. Um, and so there's definitely a different vibe that you get from them, um, you know, for actually for all of you, um, Nako included, you guys aren't really tied into your blood family that, you know, like Songbird's the only one who really has it. Well, uh, Weird has uh, has an aunt, 
uh, great aunt, if I remember correctly. Yep. Um, you know, Songbird has, you know, parents and stuff like that, but they're off in Norway. Um, you know, they probably- haven't had a relationship in a long time. Yeah. Um, you know, and Atratus literally, <laughs> not to, you know, harp on that, but everybody leaves Atratus, Songbird. My family's uh, dead. <laughs> um, but, you know, uh, so, th- you know, this is a very different vibe. You know, Elder Uncle, oh, yeah, yeah, he's this, you know, the this magical leader of the group and blah, blah, blah. And, oh, these are his grandkids and his great grandkids. And, you know, so, yes, they have something big on the line, but they also have that close, intimate, small thing that's on the line. Um, so you, you get a lot of that. Um, and, uh, then basically it all kind of ends it there. There's that moment where you guys are repelling the last little mixed arms force of sleepers and mages, uh, which is a very subtle thing to work where, you know, spells are lashing out, um, and particularly there's a lot of, uh, sever awakened soul as no sleeper is going to see it. Uh, but yes. boy, are you going to feel it, um, kind of being flung about and then they're drawing back, they're repelled and realize it's like, we have hours left and like sit back, flop back onto, you know, grass and go, Okay. It's done. They're deaths. Uh, most of them sleepers. There's a couple mages who die. Um, but at the end of the day, considering you just spent, you know, two months and change in a siege of which earlier I said it's not a siege, but now I say it's a siege. You guys get what I mean. Um, and things kind of relax um, and a realization that in a couple hours, the tomb tombs will be opened. And this Archmage will be let out and see judgment one way or another. Which uh, we're not going to go into that too much. Um, but um, the uh, the Tomb Tomes are open by uh, Rytal, um, who appears in kind of this blazing starlight glory thing similar to the Messengers. Um, everybody is... Everybody is there to see this thing happen. Um, oh, actually, no, I take that back. Not everybody. The mages and sleepwalkers are there. Um, the sleepers are not able to. The dissonance and stuff like that would just be disastrous, um, which is a big bummer for them when they realize that. It's like, okay, this major thing is happening. You guys need to stay here. You can't see this. Um but, you know, descriptions of it will happen later. Actually, another thing about it, the way it works, I think you could probably record it and show it to them later. Yeah. Uh, it's like, sorry, guys, you don't get to watch this one live. But hey, after it's happening. Can we, can we give them a live feed TV camera? No, because yeah. if it's no. happening live, you have a problem. But if you delay it enough, maybe. Um, because remote, uh, remote viewing has to be live. Uh, but after that, um, you're you're free enough because it's what happened at the end of the scene. So, yeah, there's, you know, something there. Um, but yeah. And you know, there's definitely talk after the fact where people are like, it's all CG. It's all, you know, and there are still amongst these people who have grown up with this thing, seen these 
wacky things that are like, I don't know. Magic's Maybe magic real. isn't real. I don't know. Uh, but yes, Rytal shows up um, along with some of his um, some of his avatars. And there are other arc mages who show up in similar divine guide kind of guises. Um, and they open the tomb tomes and visibly, I'm sure it looks like Rytal basically reaching into this emptiness that opens up and just pulling out carefully, you know, a hand reaching down and pulling up um, a normal human person, um, a, a gentleman who looks uh, like he's missed some sleep, but overall looks healthy and normal and yeah, clothed kind of similarly to uh, Rytal with, you know, these living weird clothes. Um, and the Archmages have a conversation in in high speech. Um, and it's unsure. I mean, he's not executed on the spot, uh, as, as far as you all see, but there's conversation, there's a back and forth um, there's questions of, do you understand what you did and why we can't allow it to happen? And um, uh, weird, especially, and at this point, because uh, I believe Songbird has studied up some fate at this point um, with weird, that um, there is there is some magical O's, um, you know, that are basically administered and says, yes, I, you know, I am going to prevent what I am going to do, I'm going to prevent it from happening. Um, and which, again, there's one of those little time things of like, uh, what? Mm -hmm. uh, right. Um, <laughs> if I change this thing, it will not have happened. Will not yep. have been going to happen. Yep. Homestiff. <laughs> yep. <laughs> exactly that. Uh, yes, yeah, Songbird took, took thing. Uh, Judd does... I did actually think about that, Camo. Judd does not turn into the judge to judge a uh, an, a, an immortal uh, yeah. arc master. No, uh, it's probably. He, I don't think he's got that kind of clout. Yeah, the yeah. judge Judd gives over to judge. Goes judge goes. No, you can have it. Nah. <laughs> I'm out. Um, uh, yeah. As far as the fate thing goes, because I meant to talk about that when I was talking about other things I was doing. Uh, Especially after that conversation with Rytal. Slumbird's like, no, no, I've got to be able to see if what I'm doing has been influenced. Like, I've, I've got to know if, if, if this is me. Is this my free will or am I following along puppet strings? Right. Because if I'm about to do something crazy, I want to make sure that it is my own voice as my own density <laughs> yep yeah and there's you know there's the the big event kind of fake things that you know are harder to spot you know like this entire time weirds had you know fate five had no idea that you all have not necessarily played into the hands of but have been you know following along a you know a destiny Fate is uh, a subtle arcana. It's not yeah. always possible sure. to see. But and yeah, also, like that, and, and Word's view is a, like. Go ahead. That's just like the starting point of why Songbird mm -hmm. like 
starts looking into it and then learns and then it like it definitely mellows out when he realizes like okay this is what it can do this is and this is also kind of like like we're to be a little nervous because now he kind of understands how little control she actually has <laughs> over stuff yeah it's kind of like the, the heisenberg uncertainty principle as far as fate you can specify a destination or a path not both right yeah that's actually pretty good at uh yeah it's good look at it uh, but yeah, learning fate in order to not be fate's bitch sounds like something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yep. It's, I mean, it's and it's it's very similar to to Atratus learning mind. It's like I don't like what you can do with mind, so I'm going to learn mind so I can prevent it, fix it. <laughs> yeah, um, which I'm, I'm I'm a big fan of that concept. Um, but yeah, at the end of the day, um, the archmages at least. G- put a stay of execution, take these O's, um, and basically then they're gone. Um, there's a, there's a little, I almost said eulogy. It's a little farewell, um, from Brightall to the, uh, the elder members and the sleepwalkers, um, thanking them for their service and, you know, wishing them well. There is a transfer of funds that is, not insignificant uh to be spread amongst the council it's like at this point all these funds all these things that you know they're no longer necessary for this use there's some things and some personnel and some material goods both in terms of material and armor and weapons and you know artifacts and things of that uh nature that are moved elsewhere but the council themselves, um, it's a big old party. Um, because, yeah, there's some people who are like, I don't know about this, but was this real? Like, I know great, 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 great granddaddy believed in this and everybody believed all the way down. And there's this book that's pretty damn accurate, but I don't know. But hey, uh, party free beer. Yeah, OK. Uh, and uh, there is a massive relaxing um a lot of the kids who have spent the last two months in lockdown, um, basically <laughs> like, oh my God, we can be free. We can run around. We can do this stuff. I'm going home and I'm going to see my buddies. I can have my birthday party. Man, there were a bunch of birthday parties over these this past two months. A couple of these kids and it's like everybody showed up and they're like, yeah, everybody showed up to my birthday party, but I'm still having it in this bunker, which don't yeah. not a Chuck E. Cheese. Um, but... Until uh, they get the most radical fucking pinata ever. <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> Uncle Songbird shows up and goes, listen, kids. It's like I, four I, times the amount of candy inside that pinata that it should, that it should have. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, but yes. Um, and so there, there's a big relaxing. There's a celebration. It's And for all of them, the, for the sleepers, this is the end of the book. This is where the book ends. Um, the sleepwalkers and um, the elder members have a much bigger book Um, and they have new tasks and basically the elder members uh, except for elder uncle and elder aunt um, they they have new new jobs and new um, councils to to join up with and new tasks Uh, elder uncle elder aunt who are not related um, but they they're like I'm now going to go I, I believe elder uncle is probably the one who says I have a porch and a rocking chair and a glass of lemonade and I'm going to go sit on it. I'm going to bounce 
my grandkids and my great grandkids on my knee and I'm done. <laughs> I'm out. Uh, I'm going to put up just a bunch of wards around my house. Ain't nobody going to fuck with me. And I'm just done, man. Um, you know, uh, especially for them seeing like the Ascended Masters. It's like, yeah, the, the push to become an Archmage, it's there. It's tempting. But at the same time, I don't want to be involved in that. Like, you know, for Elder Uncle, especially he's been involved in that for the past you know, 60, 70 odd years. You're not, nah, I'm good. Yeah, uh, that's true. Elodon, um, the Ebon Phoenix probably does some counseling uh, throughout the entire process, um, as well as probably being one of the scarier, like, hey, there's an enemy mage over there. Okay, yoink that soul. Um, and along the way, because um, uh, it tried uh uh, yeah, Tritus gets Gnosis 6 and picks up the next level of attainment, the Dot of Forces. Um, Weird picks up Matter 2 um, and a Mask, which we'll probably go into next episode. Um, and uh, yeah. Oh, and uh, Tritus also gets a alternate identity, which we'll probably also talk about more uh, on the next episode, which Twitch Guys is going to be in just a couple minutes, so don't you worry. Um, but while we're here wrap up party two months have passed is there anything that you guys just so do we get a chance to talk to Rital to confirm that he had his no we didn't okay dad is what uh, his chat with uh what's your face oh yeah uh oh, okay. yeah that happened yeah that okay. happened uh but yeah. we're alive yeah you guys are <laughs> alive um but uh and i honestly don't care what happened to ursula so that's exactly what i was thinking I was like you guys like i think if if you ask Rytol, Rytol would look at weird and go i thought you'd wanted to avoid archmage entanglements <laughs> yeah i just wanted to make sure that we were clear <laughs> that's that's fair go to the that's pub fair. have a pint wait for this all to blow over <laughs> yep yeah um yeah uh yeah the only pr- reason weird to be asking was just to confirm like we have nothing to worry about okay good we have nothing to worry about <laughs> yep I, that's all i need to know yeah. that's all i need to know mm-hmm. <laughs> Cool. Um, yeah, if there was uh, nothing further uh, there in the hills of Montana, um, you guys scoop up Judd and Nako and uh, be brought back to New York City. Head on home. Yep. New York City. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, which uh, after two months of being out here in wide open big sky country, I think is Montana. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then all of a sudden, New York City and foomp. <laughs> Oh, Slumbird sprints to the closest place to get a fucking bagel. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Fair. Um, But yeah. Uh, So with that, uh, Twitch guys, we're going to go on a break. YouTube guys, we will catch you on the next episode. As always, thank you for joining us. Uh, Come join us on Discord. uh, That's eatinto.space. It is always awesome to see folks folks joining us. Um, Um. you, you are never too late to join. Uh, also, you're never too early to join. If you've made it to 157 and still have not joined Discord, just come on. Just hop on over. Um, but uh, we have people joining from episode 30. You know, oh, I just completed episode 100. Just join. It, just come hang out. It's cool. It's a safe place. We we love you. Uh, your family here. Um, Olive Garden. Uh, <laughs> Don't. Uh, moving right along. Oh, God. This is been a week. Where's my spray bottle? Squirt, squirt, squirt. Yes. No. Uh, join the meme team. Exactly. Um, 
but yes, um, join us on Discord, eatindu.space. You just put that into the URL that will take you there. Um, if you want to support us monetarily, that's patreon.com slash occultistanonymous or staylucky.club. And of course, you can pick up uh, merch from uh, occultanon.threadless.com. And uh, yeah, there's other ways to support us too. I'm not going to rant your ear off about that. Um, yeah, so Twitch guys, we'll be back in just a couple of minutes. YouTube guys, we will see you on Friday. Stay lucky.